Over dinner, my husband brought up one of his fears. I'm scared to die not knowing where I'll go, he said. And I'm sure it's something we all have thought about at one point. We're all scared of the answer. Now, scripture has taught us that we're all doomed by original sin and we're all in a downward spiral to hell. But Jesus coming into this world and dying for us made all the difference. So yes, I'm saying there's a chance. You are all already saved. And there's a chance that we can still make it to the gates of heaven. But how? The how of it all is in the Sunday's readings. The first reading tackles the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20. The laws of God were delivered to Moses atop Mount Sinai. I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not have any strange gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember to keep holy the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. And these were the rules coming from God himself. Guidelines, if you will. A checklist. Tick all those off and you're golden. And it's so much easier to say it than to do it, though, and therein lies the problem. For me to be able to go to heaven, I need to be on my toes 24-7, mindful that I don't have any addictions. I don't say, oh my God. I don't work on Sundays. I don't dishonor my parents or my mother-in-law. I don't murder anyone. I don't lust after another human being that isn't my husband. I pay the right wages. I don't lie and I don't steal. And if by any chance I break any one of those rules, I need to repent ASAP. And not just for the duration of Lent. That's where I feel most of the slip-ups happen. We're such saints during the Lenten season, but as soon as Easter's done, we fall right back into the trap set up by Satan. The gospel for the Sunday is taken from John chapter 2 when Jesus finds all these vendors in the temple and is enraged. He literally fashioned a whip and started driving away the money changers and the people who were selling animal sacrifices. He started flipping over their tables and carts, telling them to beat it, to stop making his father's house a marketplace. This was the cleansing of the temple, and he wanted to rid God's sacred space of any impurity, which you could say is like him cleansing our own selves, our own bodies, of any sins. I feel like Jesus is always angry if one of our sins sets up shop within us, within our souls, and we let it do its thing in there, profiting from us and sucking the life out of us. Today's gospel is more than just a structure that Jesus was trying to cleanse. I really do think it's about us. This third Sunday of Lent is a call to reflect. What particular sin do I need to root out? And I know it's scary to even think about it. But by doing this, by identifying the sin, maybe we're one step closer to Jesus driving it out. And here's the challenge. How do you keep the vendors out even after the Lenten season has passed? Or who else do you think is going to be setting up shop after the cleansing? How long do you think I can be clean for? That's food for thought on a Sunday. Have a blessed week ahead.